Druids and cars go into festivals. They can chat about things. It's a druid podcast in cars. Sometimes the best parts of festivals are the discussions that surround them, reflections on what we did and heard, anticipation of what's to come, and processing what it all means in relation to our spiritual work. We wanted to help either introduce you to that phenomenon or extend it for you. That's what this is about. I'm Reverend Jana Vende. And I'm Reverend Michael J. Dangler. We're priests of Arnriach Fane and members of Three Cranes Grove ADF in Columbus, Ohio. We're recording these sessions actually live in cars, actually going to festivals and events, so you will hear road noise, turn signals, and navigation prompts. But that's part of what makes it fun. So... Sit back and enjoy Druids in cars going to festivals. So now that we have candles, once more into the breach. (laughs) So we are in the process of delivering packages for our Anagantios moon. We're doing it a day early this year because blizzard. Blizzard. We have no idea how much snow we're going to get, but we figured. A day early is better than several days late. Several days late. <laughs> <laughs> so over the last, I don't know, six months since we uh, put out an episode almost. Yeah. Quite that long maybe. We've been dealing with our pandemic life. Yeah. As Hence why we're delivering packages for Anagantios instead of making house calls to... Uh, actually go into people's homes and bless them. Yes, it's changed a lot of things, and you would think even that a one-on-one ritual like this, which is what Anagantios really is, wouldn't change that much, except that we all know that wandering into homes and bringing our own personal germs and taking those personal germs of the people we're visiting to some other house is probably not the best idea. Probably not the best idea. So, we are still almost a year in now modifying our practice for COVID. Yeah. Some things I've liked. Most of them I haven't. Well, I would be worried (laughs) if you liked a whole lot of them. (laughs) (laughs) It, It has its advantages sometimes, true. We have the occasional experience where we are, um, finding a new way to apply tech. Yeah, I mean, which has our, been kind of cool. Our Imoke right actually went pretty well, even though it was entirely remote. It turned out that the the core working that we do for that, which is the poem Translates and the candles, really well to everyone being able to see that from above. Yes, quite beautifully, in fact. And we might find that, you know, after all of this is over, because there will be an after, uh, we will find ways to continue to incorporate that sort of thing into our work. Yeah. I don't know how long it's going to be before we stop simulcasting our rights. Yeah, I don't know. Which is interesting because we were doing that and then we stopped for a while. We did. Um, we decided that it, it it wasn't as helpful as we had hoped, I think, at the time. Yeah. But it did bring us some rather interesting experience that we were able to quickly translate, which was nice. Yeah, it did make our transition to this a lot easier, I think. It really did. Um, I think that we found we were able to lean on those processes that we had built before. And 
that gave us a, a leg up, I think, on just kind of getting out the gate with yeah. all of this. So we got about a 30-minute drive in which to uh, start recording episodes, because this year I don't think we're going to have festivals, festivals to again. drive to. Yeah. We're going to have to like consciously make time to record stuff. Yeah, which once it gets a little bit warmer, I don't think will be nearly so difficult. Um, but the fact that we're not actually going anywhere doesn't means that we won't have something like Harvest Nights where we recorded an entire season. Exactly. <laughs> Which was great. It was. <laughs> In 1.9 miles, take a slight left turn to merge onto I-270 North. The best part about driving in the snow is all the people who can't figure out how to drive on their own and get mad at everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not snowing right now. Not right now. We expect there to be, what, four inches of snow this afternoon and then another four overnight or yeah. throughout the day. Yeah. So, we'll see. We're going to do as much as we can this morning, I think. Yes. So we're hitting our outlier, our, our furthest outlier first, and then we'll move our way back into town. And hopefully, that means by the time we're all done with this, um, we won't have to go very far tomorrow if we have to go anywhere else. Yeah. Speaking of which, I should let the folk know that we're making deliveries today. Oh, yes. We should definitely do that. I'll do that. Because this year, we're delivering our Immel waters with it, and we don't want those sitting out overnight in the snow in a glass jar. <laughs> that just seems like a recipe for shattered glass. Did you leave room inside the jars? Or oh, did I did. You feel, okay. There's plenty of room for expansion and all of that. I, I did think that far ahead, at least. Though one of the other interesting things about this particular stay-at-home ride is that everyone is already staying at home. And so we don't have to worry so much about fitting into people's not-working-from-home schedules, as people were typically going into the office. And we had to navigate around a variety of different scheduled and unscheduled shifts. And so this year, we've got the option to kind of drop off whenever, which means that hopefully we can do this in less than a, you know, 12-hour period, which is our typical day for this. The fact that we're not actually going into people's houses will probably help with that. But. Post. Okay. Hey. I have informed the folk that they need to check their porch before they go to bed tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and we can drop them specific notes to let them Yes, know. which we will try to remember to do. Yeah. But Typically, we wouldn't have to plan quite so last minute. But Well, it's nice that we have the option this year to plan a little more last minute. It is. Um, both of us have a meeting at 11 a.m. this morning, so we've got to be kind of wrapped up with at least part of this by then. Um, but since we're both remote for those meetings... We don't necessarily, Makes it easier. Yeah, we don't necessarily have to be somewhere. We can park somewhere yeah. and have those have those meetings. But yeah, in the past when it's been crappy weather, we've sucked it up and persevered. And driven in crappy weather. We have. And we haven't had weather this bad since the first year that I did it. The first year that I did it was actually a blizzard. Um, it was the day after a blizzard much like tomorrow is expected to be. Um, but it was nice and bright and sunny. And so I was merely 
you know, slip sliding around some areas of town. And it wasn't too big of a deal because the plows had had time to work. I expect that tomorrow it will probably be fairly similar, but we already know that there are some areas that are far away from the main roads. So we're trying to hit those today. Yes. But this ride has always been a good one for us to get at least a head start on recording for a season because we end up in the car for... We end up in the car all day just with stops, so... Yeah. It's a little choppier than when we're driving a straight 12 hours. Yes. Which, you know, happens sometimes. <laughs> but it's a, it's a good, good experience. We get to go out. We get to usually see people. I don't think we'll see anybody today. I don't think so. But uh, especially in the middle of February in Columbus, Ohio. And February is by far our worst month. I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah, for winter weather. weather, it's... February is the month of ice storms and potholes. Yep, as you can probably hear as we drive <laughs> over some of them. But that's what makes this ride so good for this particular time of year as well. As everybody stays home and we do our rounds, we get a lot more chance to... It's safer for everybody else and we get the chance to kind of focus on the work of being priests for this grove. Yeah. Um, and that focus on the work also helps us, I think, be a little bit safer as we drive. Yeah, I think next to Fire and Ice Moon, this is probably my favorite Jared Moon. Yeah. It is probably, this one is probably my favorite. The Fire and Ice Moon is pretty cool. We do that once about every five years-ish. Um, it's an intercalary moon between where you've got essentially two moons in one month. It's our blue druid moon, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that moon is, because there are not quite 13 months in a, 13 lunar months in a year, or I guess just more than 12 lunar months yep. is probably the way to put that. Um, we've got that moon, which is where we bring the fire and the ice together and mix them. We stir a giant cauldron and and smoke and mist and fog comes boiling out of the cauldron and coats the, the landscape. Yes, which is interesting because you thought I had a fog machine or something in there. <laughs> turns out it's just my vision eye. <laughs> it turns out there's no actual fog created, no physical <laughs> fog. And there's nothing particularly special about what we're doing except for the magic that we do. Um, and you're not the only person who has seen that. Because it's cool. <laughs> it is cool, and it does happen. So. But yeah, this is probably, that's my favorite, like, personal experience one, and this is definitely my favorite, like, priest work one. Yeah. And this one definitely reaches, it, it, it lights up all the places where the, the priest work stuff should light someone up, I think. Uh-huh. Um, there, there's a lot of personal interaction, a lot of camaraderie, a lot of connection to the work because it's so individually focused. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really what makes it one of my favorites. Yeah, it makes me glad that we alternate typically when we do, like, I'll do water for one house and you'll do fire and then we'll, we'll flip and I'll do fire for a house and you'll do water for a house yep. because that moment when you pass them the candle is like we say from heart to heart, and it's like literally that spark is like there. Yep. Yes. 
heart to heart and heart to heart is good work that we get to do. Yes. Even if it is a little early due to snowstorms. Yes. But hey, at least we didn't have to wake up at, you know, four in the morning <laughs> to get out to the far side of town so that we can... That is true. Yes. Because that's usually what we do. The, the fire that we use for this right is on the other side of town from us. Um, and it's, I think it actually is the furthest house that we go to. It's probably, Except on outlier years when we've gone like to a different city. Yeah. But, but I, well, our first stop this time is up in Marysville. It's true. And that's not as far mm -hmm. as it is for us to get out there. So, yeah, even there. Yeah. So we started the far extreme of town where we kind of work our way back, depending on schedules. Which we don't have to worry about this year. Which we don't have to worry about, so we can go in whatever order we need to. Which is good, because we really need to have our order at our disposal this year, it yeah. seems. <laughs> our, uh, our package this year is a little bit different than usual, too. Usually we're only giving people a candle. Take the exit. But this year we're going to give them a script so they can do the work on their own. A bit of water from our Imolk Rite, a candle from our Imolk Rite, because we had just enough candles to do that as well, mm -hmm. and um, the the usual candle that we give them, which is a small chime candle, usually orange. It's been orange the last few years. Um, it's orange this year again. It's orange this year again. Um, <clears throat> so they'll have a, a full package of Anagantios supplies. Yep. The nice thing is that most of these people have seen us do this many years in a row. Mm -hmm. So they've got a pretty good idea of what There's a couple who I don't think have ever had a visit. I think that is absolutely correct. There's at least one I know that we've never visited. I know of two that we've never visited. So, I mean, there's at least a couple. Oh yeah, there are at least two, yeah. Who, who we've never visited, but uh, I think the provided materials will be helpful. And we are meeting via Zoom tonight. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Yes. Not tonight. <laughs> because <laughs> we're a day early. We're a day early. <laughs> Tomorrow night. <laughs> yep. So we'll, uh, we'll we'll do our usual house blessing, but everyone will kind of have to do it manually. With um, their package. With their package. And I, I've wrote written helpfully on the front of them, your Anagatio supplies. Um, but when we get to their house, we'll light the candle from our flame, and then that'll be the last thing that goes in there. Yep. So that everyone has uh, their candle and their uh, their waters to work with. Do you have matches? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're covered on fire. <laughs> I thought about that at least ahead of time. After having to turn around to go get the candles, it's a good thing. <laughs> um, yeah. I think this is a good choice, though. The, the roads have been solid, at least these main roads. Yeah. So I think we're going to be very happy that we did this tomorrow. <laughs> the real question is, will we have time to stop someplace at like our usual Waffle House or Bob Evans to get some food? I know. I'm a little sad about missing out on on our breakfast options. Yeah. Which we would have been missing out on anyways, because we can't actually go in to eat anywhere. It would have been the car breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> We could, we could go get waffles and bring them out to the car. <laughs> we could. <laughs> we might need to. <laughs> adaptations. There are so many adaptations that we have. 
it's been a it's been a long year of adaptations. Yeah. In terms of festivals, we're we're pretty sure that Trillium is not going forward this year. Um, there may be a, a virtual component to that, but not one that we've seen yet. I haven't seen anything. We expect that Wellspring will probably be virtual. We know that Summerland will. Summerland will be virtual. Uh, but I've not heard of any of the other. I haven't festivals. heard. I mean, I haven't heard much of anything except Summerlands, and that's only because we run it. Yes. So. So we will be running Summerland again. If you're really interested, freecranes.org. You can find the Summerland in our menu, um, and there will be details there at some point in the near future, if there aren't already some. But uh, the work of organizing that is indeed moving forward. We just have little flurries right now. It's nice. Yep. There was some snow that stuck yesterday, overnight, and then today we're getting kind of the front edge of the, the monster snowstorm here as we are now reasonably far outside of Columbus. <laughs> um, we're catching the front end of this large blizzard we expect, which makes sense. A little bit northwest of Columbus is definitely, they, they get more snow than we do. Yeah. 270 forms a nice little barrier around the city, typically. Yes. I think there's also a geo geological difference in, like, height and such of the, the land hmm. that makes a difference. Um, and we are, of course, just south of the border of Lake Effect Snow as well, which helps a lot for Columbus. It's a remarkably moderate city when it comes to weather. I think we hit the two people that, the two houses that we know haven't done this before, mm -hmm. we at least get those two. Yep. Um, we should be able to hit the other on the way back. That's my hope. Though I would also like to go up 23 if we can manage that. Okay. Is that bird the bird I think it is? It was the bird you that think is, it is? Yes. Great blue heron flying over us in the snow. You that can... is not a usual sight in the middle of February. <laughs> you can tell by the wing pattern of the yes. flapping. Driving in the snow, though, I couldn't quite get the uh, the staring I wanted to get. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah. Oh my, um, my omen this morning. Yeah. Was uh, unexpected blessings from the gods on this difficult journey. <laughs> <laughs> The Greek alphabet oracle pulls through for us once again with an accurate reading. A truly specific accurate reading. Yeah. What is the uh, the letter for that? Uh, lambda is the unexpected. Uh, blessings from the gods is theta, which literally is theoi. Um, and then Omega, which is arguably the worst pull in the symbol set, is difficult. <laughs> Certainly all of those fit the bill. Yeah. Let us hope that it is not too difficult and deeply blessed. <laughs> <laughs> and let's hope for unexpected blessings, not unexpected difficulties. <laughs> uh, yeah. The CRCs, the CRCs, I hear, we're, we're going to go with I read, I read them from left to right. So, <laughs> unexpected blessings. Unexpected blessings all the way. <laughs> there goes a, a chunk of snow off your car. Chunk of snow, yes. 
usually pretty good about cleaning off the whole car, but apparently I missed a chunk there in between the mirror <laughs> and the window. But it's gone now. Gone now. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and there's more to come. We welcome your ideas and questions. If there's something that you'd like to hear us discuss in a future episode, please drop us a line at druidsincars at threecranes.org. If you would like to donate, you can do so at threecranes.org slash donate. Druids and Cars Going to Festivals is a production of Three Cranes Grove ADF in Columbus, Ohio. Learn more about our grove at threecranes.org and more about druidry at adf.org. As always, keep circulating the tapes and let us pray with a good fire.